thank you guys once again for coming back and hanging out with us on Tights and Fights. If you love me as much as I love you, and I love you, real deep, real deep down, you guys should definitely go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us that five-star rating that we need. I know you've been asking for shirts. I know you've been asking for merch. The best way for us to show that we can move some of this merch is if you guys make sure that you go on Apple Podcasts and give us them five stars, just like KM Ocean, who says they have trouble explaining the show, but that you should just listen. Thank you, K-Emotion. Do you have the same problem that K-Emotion has? I do. Because, like, look, have you tried to explain to your mom what you do for a living? Oh, you probably can. But trying to explain to my mom (laughs) or my grandma what I do for a living, what do you do? I don't know. It's on the internet, Oma. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, K-Emotion, I'm going to help you with the elevator pitch. It is a weekly show about everything that happened in wrestling that is intended for fans and non-fans alike. It's three friends talking wrestling. You feel like you're in the room with them. How's that? Look at you. There you go. K-Emotion, better start using that. I'm going to check in on you. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Thank you, K-Emotion. Um, go ahead and hit them fives, and let's start the show. Five. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal, and there's Daniel, and this guy Welcome to Tights and Fights, <laughs> the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. Yes. Uh, that was the thing I, I couldn't remember. How could you forget it? I, I was like, what was I going to do today? And then I remembered, and it happened. Uh, it the hilarity, feels like a song. It deserves blah, blah, blah. Wait, we can't top that. The show's over. I, I did it. That was so fast. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the man from the city of bludgeon brotherly love, Hal Lublin. And I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the chairwoman of Wig Wrestling Entertainment, Danielle Radford. Hello. Beauty. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's not wrong. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> the new Do you wrestle in wigs or you wrestle wigs? Oh, I only wrestle wigs. That's nice. I hope, you, I hope you're the champ. That's a, well, yeah, that's the only way. I, that's how I submit them before I put them on my head. Nah, I, wear, I, I wear their dead pelts. <laughs> they are my championship These pelts. <laughs> Danielle's so good she could have a five-star match with a wig. That's what they say. Beauty and the Man Beats, Mike Eagle. Yeah. And our special guest for this week, the Javerine, Jay Washington. How you doing, man? The Javerine? The Javerine. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Uh, Shout represent. Well, it's the second to last show of 2017, guys. It's my last show of the year. What? I won't be here next week. Why? I have to go deliver presents to all the Jewish kids. Oh. oh. Are, you, are, you, are you Jewish Santa? Uh-huh. Wonderful. How does that work? Uh, it's the same, but... Are the reindeer kosher? It's Yeah, the reindeer are kosher. Okay. They have no cloven hooves. And <laughs> it's not so much sanctioned, so I get put in jail after the first house. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Ah, that's gotcha. why you wait until later in the week. Exactly. That means you're picking good neighborhoods, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to do a wet bandits thing. Won't be going to Bel Air this year. That's right. Yeah. No, I will not. <laughs> anyway. Later on, we're going to get into the most disappointing things that happened in the year. But for now, we're going to talk about what happened this week. So let's start out with some late-breaking news. WWE has a new show airing live and only on Facebook. You did not hear incorrectly. It's called The Mix Match Challenge. It's a 12-episode series with Raw and SmackDown stars fighting in a mixed-gender tag team tournament. Who gets to pick the stars? We do. The power is yours. But already four of the teams have been announced. 
So Rising how does, so how much power do we have? Who do we get to pick? <laughs> go, who go does teams with? I guess, I mean, if it's a 12 episode. <laughs> yeah. It's a we 12. pick who go does teams with. Yeah. Give it a week. Give it a month. Because people, it'll, it's Facebook Live. Nobody will really sit there and watch it. it people barely watch 205 Live. Uh, we know we don't know the numbers for 205 Live, right? What are the chances that Mix Match gets more viewers than 205 Live? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm going to watch this Mix Match thing, and yeah. I'm probably not going to watch 205 Live. So that's one. You know? <laughs> well, and you know, with the Mix Match, um, 205 is a bunch of dudes who are still in the process of trying to both get themselves over and get an entire division over. Whereas with the Mix Match, it's going to be people that you already like. So yeah. that's built in. Plus, everybody got Facebook. Not everybody got Hulu. Are we supposed to believe that the heel face dynamics are put on hold? Because I see Sami Zayn is teaming with Charlotte. Yeah, it's it's completely on hold. Just for Facebook Live. So this is a completely so it's social media. <laughs> that's where we all get to be. Uh, oh dragons. man, wouldn't it be really fun if it was everyone's like actual social media presence? Uh, Kevin Owens, man. <laughs> oh, Kevin Owens, be the best one. Just wrecking Wrestling people with dad. words. Yeah. Gold Dust has nothing but his dog with. I would love that. <laughs> Sami Zayn comes in with orphans he's saved in, in real life. He comes in and, and, and prays to the east. <laughs> yeah. I, I just built another hospital. Alexa Bliss never wrestles. She just takes selfies the whole match. <laughs> she just never wrestles. Just takes all selfies. Yeah, but I, but I'm down that I think about it. Maybe that's maybe that's why it's the same time as 205 Live. So Kevin Dunn can't do it. So they get to have somebody else try things. What would you want to see? Out of a Facebook Live production, outside of no lag, there's gonna be a ton of lag. There's gonna be oh, so yeah, much yeah, lag, y'all. It's gonna lag like a motherfucker. Um, there's gonna be a lot of lag. There's gonna be a lot of kids using the f word just because. Oh my god! Ain't nobody watching. It's gonna be a lot of n bombs. Can we turn off just the comments? Un- that's the n bombs that don't even involve n words in the ring is gonna be hilarious. You know, what I would like so is- the Ball family is coming back. <laughs> yep. We're so excited. You know what I would like is because it's always fun when you're at a house show or when people are doing like little bits when like when it is TV time, but they know that the cameras aren't on. So if we're gonna get the kind of stuff like that where it's like looser and more fun, that could be really interesting. If it's just like an episode of Raw on <laughs> Facebook, I don't. You're combining two terrible things. <laughs> yep. Facebook and Raw? Yeah. Well, speaking of terrible things, no. Rich Swan was arrested oh, and later no. suspended from WWE for a domestic violence issue with his wife. Uh, Needs to talk to Austin to figure out how to handle that. Oh. Yeah, I mean. Oh. Right. But he was also Stone Cold Steve Austin before he did any of those things. And that doesn't excuse it. It's, funny. <laughs> no. it's gross either way. But, like, Rich Swan is Rich Swan, and Stone Cold Steve Austin was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And there is no coming back for Rich Swan. You think Swan. there's no also, coming back? No, never not, coming back. Not a nigga with dreads like that, no. Yeah, he looked, yeah. It was he's bad. Not, it looked he's, bad. That, that mug shot, they ain't coming back. He ain't coming no, back. and the police report, two separate eyewitnesses. Well, yeah, he's, he's not. He's courtesy suspended until he gets his real ass fucking. Fired, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's he getting, will be. He's getting Adam Rosed. Yo, he's getting all of the Adam Rose treatment. Oh, yeah, he's not coming back. He will never be back. Well, indie promoters, you get you get ready to start sending them emails because oh uh, yeah, after them ninety days. Yay, they still do. There's that dude who ugh, it's a whole thing. I can't, guys. Sorry, I'm ta- I, as the I, I'm I'm tapping out. Hashtag me too. I'm not doing this. Hey, what yeah. Do? yeah, let's skip it because this uh, sucks. Well, let's talk about the the storyline fallout from that. Now that he's no longer in the picture, Cedric Alexander is taking his place mm. as the number one contender to the Cruiserweight Championship. He's going to go on to face Drew Gulak. Uh, do you think it's time to finally put the belt on? It feels like Cedric Alexander should have been champion 
like five years ago. I forgot that he wasn't. I thought when one of the Rich Swan reigns, it was him. <laughs> five years ago, he's only been I, for like a that's year. That's what it feels like. Danielle, you started doing math in your head. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, is he? Got me looking like a meme. It, <laughs> it feels like they're fast-forwarding the Drew Gulak storyline because of this. But I think that Cedric Alexander would be a great uh, would be a great challenger. They don't need to fast-forward it just yet. I think that he would be great. I think that, obviously, Cedric Alexander is one of the most talented wrestlers in the world. But, like, Drew's got a character. Mm-hmm. And Cedric's character is, I'm very good at wrestling. So he's like, like he's like uh, skinny Apollo Crews. That's like yeah. Finn Balor's character when he's not wearing all that makeup on his face. Yeah, all I'm good at wrestling. When he takes except his except at least Finn points his dick at us. He Cedric does. don't even do, do that. You, yeah, Cedric, <laughs> Cedric just wears a very tight sports coat, mm-hmm. a windbreakers, a speedo jacket, whatever. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't have a like Daniel just said. He doesn't have a character, and in the WWE, you have to have some type of character. And Gulak is amazing. He's, all he's the, he's the all best person character. to put over on Enzo at the end of the day. Because he is also like a polar opposite Enzo, which yep. I think is also that that's something you can sell. You can sell those two dudes fighting each other because the story is right there without even having to say anything. There's just something about nice Jewish boys from Philly that you <laughs> root for them and you want them to do well, especially when their quarterbacks have been injured. Maybe All right. just one of them. <laughs> let's get, or, just me. Sorry, Drew. I'm throwing you under the bus. Uh, let's get into Mikey some other Mikey threw me things. out of the booth. I'm never letting it go. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, what, what is this getting thrown out the booth? Oh, see, now it's all sick. coming out. Now it's all coming out. Now I have out. asthma, but from the fire, yeah. not from Danielle. Yeah. Okay, Dan, so Dan, wait, I want Danielle's reasoning first, and then Hal's trying to cover it up. I very politely decided that I would come do my job on a Wednesday. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, I'm, I'm running a little bit late because I'm sick. I was sick last week. And Hal was like, oh, no, don't come in. You're sick. Please don't get everyone else sick. And I was like... Ah, it's not my call. Um, I'm not going to be the one that says, like, because I've got that work ethic. I was like, I'm not going to be the one that says that I, I'm not coming in. Right. Like, we'll figure out a way. And every method we were trying to do to figure out a way for me to work from home was just not a workable method. So I came in, and the um, the compromise was that I sat outside the booth. Oh. And then just we made jokes at each other's expense because that's oh. what we do, because that's what love looks like. Yes, because we love each other. Oh. Now, do you Let hear me that hear, sound? I heard the- Do you hear Julian getting tossed under the bus there? <laughs> The millennial? What's what's below millennial, Julian? Oh, where you're like, I had somebody cough on me in a bus once and I take echinacea. I can't be killed. He's a superhero. And he can't. He didn't get sick. And he had me right there the entire yeah. time. Julian's made of better things than most men. Listen, I'm always two heartbeats away from death as it is. Yo. Do not need a virus to push me over the Julian edge. looks like a dude that eats his Brussels sprouts. That's all I'm saying. And how it sounds and like smiles you, got, while he eats you got sick one week later through the wall. It's asthma. I hear, I want, I want to come out right now and anti I plug Simbacort, it does not work. Advair mm. works, but I can't get Advair on my insurance. And that was Disease Corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new segment that we'll be doing every winter. <laughs> Who's got the mumps? <laughs> Measles? Rubella? <laughs> it's viral funingitis. All right, let's talk about some stuff that happened on Raw. Joe opened up the show with a promo calling out the shield. Let's hear a clip of that. I am not impressed with the man whose leg I snapped oh so easily on my first night in WWE, your so-called architect, Seth Rollins. I am not impressed with a man who's done everything in his power to avoid me. That human cockroach, Dean Ambrose. 
And I damn sure am not impressed with a man who I've put to sleep time after time in this ring, the big dog, Roman Reigns. You know what's funny about Joe's promos now? Remember his promos back in Impact and TNA? They weren't as like, I need to project more. It was just him talking into the mic. And being Joe. Yeah, but, but you, you know, they've got promo class. And there's a thing they like. And you hear what he was he was like, Roman Reigns. That's the classic WWE. Ooh, that's WWE. Yikes. That's, that's Triple H class. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. Triple H's new promo. Hey Joe, listen, I saw all your tapes, okay? You know how to talk, <laughs> but we need you to improve on a few little things. Okay. The end of everybody's name. Can you stretch it out like my nose? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that why Sasha talks like that? It's me. Yeah. Is that what that is? You just have to add those extra uhs. You do. You gotta add the uh. Yeah, your WWE name is your first name with an uh at the end of it, and then your last name with an uh at the end of it. <laughs> name, name, Bo Bam. <laughs> Does Joe feel like the first person is a credible threat to the Shield? But all by himself, like he doesn't really need the bar. <laughs> I will it's beat like, the dope well, shit up. Yeah, Ron felt like a credible threat, but he's not doing that anymore. So yeah, Joe definitely does. Yeah, I mean the entire I, Joe, Joe looks credible against anybody, and he, but you just know that he's not gonna. They're not gonna let that man be that exactly. dude. Exactly, <laughs> that's that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna eventually put Roman over. It's kind of he kind of has to. But I think no, I don't think so. I think I think Roman is set up to give Joe the IC title. Really. I think, interference? I think because Roman already knows his path. Roman's path is he either wins he wins the Rumble or somehow, but either way it goes, he gets the Universal at uh, WrestleMania. Roman knows what his path is. What if Roman? What if Cena finally talks some sense to that dude, and he decided to be a transition mm-hmm. for the moment? Does he get to decide if he's a transitional champ? He's the new. He's the new Cena. He gets to have a lot of say so now. Hmm. Not saying if he decides to be a transitional. Yeah. What if it's like, hey, you can talk to Vince. Like, look, I'm selling merch. I'm making money. Look, I already know. I'm getting this belt at WrestleMania. I'll have the IC just for the Grand Slam champion title. You know the moniker of that. But who can, who we can who can we put it on? Mm-hmm. You can't go just from Joe to Miz. You need a face in between. Let Roman be the dude. So let's look at his reign so far. Let's assume that's the case. And he and so part of his job, just as Cena's job with the U.S. title, was to help elevate that title. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns had a great match with Cesaro. Match and it's not awesome. all on Roman, awesome. but yes. the two of them worked together really well. Fantastic match. Is he elevating the title the way you would want him to, considering it's Roman Reigns holding it? I think so. I mean, he holds it really well. So Which is backwards show. The way he holds it backwards. I love it. I don't know why I love that so much. Such a it dad looks joke. so stupid. I just love it. Hi guys, I got the bell. Do you want to see it from Where behind? You, you see it from behind? He looks like a character in an Arthur Miller play. Like, <laughs> oh, what a day having this belt. <laughs> After a long day of belting. Yeah. He has to come home to his family. I was belting all day down the beltway. <laughs> to Mrs. Reigns. She black, right? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> what? Those are just things I think of. Sure. I'm like 90% sure Mrs. Reigns is black. I would not that be surprised. That family, man. That fam- mm, I'm going to stop. Yo, you got it. <laughs> yo, hey, yo, no, no. Either, either Samoan or black. Look, let's just that be real. family loves some black, black folks. <laughs> Again, you see Jay Uso was like, uh, I'm going to snatch this one up real quick. Uh, <laughs> Jay Uso, The Rock's mom. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. The Rock's daddy was like, I'm going to go ahead and get this. Uh. That, family, that family loves some black folks. Good for them. I'm going to pick up an ooze. I'm just going to go to Knox Pro. Just go to Knox Pro. Hey, like, hey, Keith. 
Because, you know, Rikishi I can't it. actually say that because apparently Rikishi knows who I am, so i got to stop talking Uh-oh. shit. You're going ooze shopping? <laughs> he's <laughs> super cool. He's, ooh, shopping. Well, he's got an extra son that's, like, right an under. extra son. That's right up under. <laughs> <laughs> what about Deuce? Because he's got a son right, right up under the Usos. That's not, he's got Samson, who is youngest, mm-hmm. but he's got a son right under the Usos. So go ahead and grab him, Danielle. <laughs> oh, they snatch that man up. Snatch me an ooze. <laughs> well, later on Raw, <laughs> I don't even know how to transition out of There it. is no way to. So later on in Raw, we got to see Mandy Rose from Absolution in a proper match. So this is her uh, main roster debut. She didn't wrestle that much in NXT. Like only like twice. I was very impressed. Yes. I was too. She looked good, didn't she? Looked she? Good. Swear to God, I didn't see this match and don't know how. I, I, I watched the entire show, and when we looked was it at a three-hour show, when we yes, oh shit, when we looked at when we looked when I looked at the email Julian sent us about the rundown for this show, and it said Mandy Rose had a match. I was like, when? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it at all. When? It was good. Yeah. What the hell? Well, like and like Danielle said, she didn't wrestle much in NXT, so it was like to see what she does on the main roster. Yeah, unlike I believe Sonya Deville's gonna kill somebody. Oh, I, I just, love oh, it. What did she say? Uh, did she? Was it this week? She said, um, "Y'all girls, uh, one of y'all girls, put your hair up and square up." Did she say that yes. this week? Or was yes. it last? Yes, yes, that was the illness. Put that on a t-shirt. Oh my god! Put your, put your hair, hair up and square. Put that on a t-shirt. Oh. So you feel gonna hit? She gonna hit? She gonna hit Bailey in the mouth one time? <laughs> Bailey, gonna, Bailey gonna be in tears. All oh, these girls gonna run. They gonna take their wigs off and be like, "Nope, short hair. I need. I don't need something she can grab." So, in the last two days. Absolution and the Riot Squad were both cleared out of the ring. Of course, because oh, they're going to do the same thing right? on every show, uh, wh- every week. I, 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 not even counter. Uh, uh. <laughs> there's no, there's no difference in creative. Like yeah. they was like, what are we going to do with them? All right, talk to them to see what you did, and then just go and repeat this. But not even like the fact that they both did the same thing, which they've been mirroring each other for weeks. But the fact that they both got cleared out already mm-hmm. doesn't seem too soon when you're trying to build a faction. All they're doing is building to this twenty woman Royal Rumble. To his yeah, but that's wow, forever yes. yeah. away. That's so far away for them to be doing that. Like already, well, there's like a whole ass pay per view in between that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you got a point, but that's all they're building all this to. It's like, all right, we got to establish dominance, yeah. and then the new girls are like, because especially with the Riot Squad, the Riot Squad are all new girls. I'm almost wondering if because they wanted to do that for Riot Squad because Clash of Champions is coming up, just to show that like if everyone bands together they can do it, then it was like, well, we can't put them above hmm. Absolution. So if we do it with them, we have to do it for Absolution because we don't want it to be like, well, one of them is more dominant than the other. We don't want to do that yet. And right. that's why so much of it's mirror. I mean, I, I did like seeing that on both shows the faces and heel girls had to get together to beat up the gals but that's once again because I like gang violence you love gang violence South Side of Shot we love it yeah man (laughs) we we do it that's the way I was raised that's the way we was raised it's in our DNA (laughs) Uh, let's talk about Raw's main event the long delayed I almost said awaited that's not true (laughs) match between Braun and Kane what did you think after this long build? And are you excited to see either of them? Or I guess it's no. going to be both of them in a triple threat? <laughs> no. Do you remember uh, how a month ago I was like, oh, yeah, this will be great because they were building up Kane? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. They decided to have uh, a piece of the match every week between then and now. <laughs> so then, like, you know, the whole, you know, the old, you know, uh, wrestler 
booking 101 where to build anticipation, you keep having the guys fighting every week. You know that? That old, that old that, routine? That investment man, yeah. man logic? Jesus Christ. I mean, like, yeah, by the time the bell rang today, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this match four times already. I think the only thing that makes them actually happen and have a great match is if you give them at WrestleMania, because you're going to send Kane off, give them a buried live match. A buried live match. Just give it to him that. Because, again, they're going to do a triple threat, and Brock wins, of course. Yeah. I don't know. I think you bury Kane alive, and then he reemerges. As, as Mayor Kane? As Mayor Kane. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Glenn. But I'm just saying you bury him because they haven't done a buried alive match in almost 20-something years. They ought to bury him in the, um, in the woke and hearty Lake. Compound. In the lake. Oh, the so, he, so he comes back as Diesel, and then he comes back as Isaac, Isaac Yankum. Yankum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they should do. Then he can retire after we've seen his full range of bad gimmicks. Just do the retrospective. Does yeah. he keep popping out like at the end of Terminator 2? Yes. Where they, the Terminator you change it. But first, we got to hit up, we definitely have to hit up the cane that was kind of in DX for like a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, that which was one? Suck it. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. Before we move over to SmackDown, anybody here catch anything from NXT or, or New Japan that we want to talk about? Well, anything? With- well, for New Japan, fucking uh, Chris Jericho ran up in on Kenny Omega. And busted his ass open. Which Did was amazing. Okay, wow. Yeah. I love that Chris Jericho has a little too much hair now. I like that. He's, a lot. he's bigger too. Okay. He's, he's you sure been, you noticed that too? He's bigger. He's been. I told y'all he wasn't gonna fuck around for this one. I told y'all he was I gonna. I kind of can't he's wait yoked for this. right now. Well, let's. He is like, yoked. No, he's big. Yeah, that's because he's he like he he's take, the biggest he's been in years. He likes to reinvent himself in in the right way. Yep. And especially this match with Omega, he's like, all right, since I'm going with the dude who's arguably one of the top wrestlers in the world, I say I'm the greatest. I I can't half step. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would legit say he's probably put on, like, a good, like, 20 pounds wow. of muscle. muscle. Yeah. Any of you guys got Axis TV? Aren't they putting that, that match on Axis? A-X-S? TV? Oh, no. after, after it air, after it does the oh, pay-per-view. After. They're not going to yeah. do it a lot. No, they, do, they got to okay. get the pay-per-view buys forward, and then they'll do it afterwards. Yeah. I was going to try to organize a party. This is We I, should have a party. They don't have Axis at my house. I wish they did. I try to watch New Japan. Uh... I, I I think I have somebody's password for New Japan World. I think everybody has somebody's password. Yeah, we, yeah, we probably all got the same guy's password. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's on to SmackDown. Let's hear a little bit of Sammy and Kevin's Yep movement. With the well, just like you team. were, we we are like you. We have you are nothing like me. The Yes movement was never about me. It was about them. Okay, okay. And this is almost exactly like that, but it's more about what we want and what we deserve. I love that line. What we want and what what we we deserve. deserve. So many great great promos coming out of this Mm storyline, I think. Um, Probably the best storyline work Daniel Bryan's done in what? Four years. Uh, it's called. It's called. Yo, y'all gonna put me back in this ring, or I'm finna go back over yo, the uh, ring of honor. It's like yep. they're letting him sniff all the rings, so he don't go yep. nowhere. You finna put me back in this ring, or if not, I'm, I'm gone. Cause Cody and the Bucks are finna get a 10,000 seat venue, and Cody's already said, "I want you over here." Are they adding to the storyline still, Daniel and Shane? Because now it's about which one of them's gonna turn, right? Or do they both turn? Yeah, is the that story seems to be still what the story about is. Sammy and Kevin, or are they being pushed to the side for the sake of Daniel Bryan and Shane? What do you? What do you I think they're being pushed to the side, but I well, I, it's hard because I think they're also enhancing it. Like 
the yep, that yep thing is fucking yeah. gold. Brilliant. I'm waiting on the t-shirts, like you say. I want that shirt. I'm waiting yeah. on the t-shirt. I just, uh, I, I am in the contingent that really only wants to see Kevin Owens enraged and beating people. So that's fair. I, I do like. I love. You get sick of him in these comedy angles. I real do. Quick. I do. You like, like it at first, and then you're like, oh, too yeah, much. It, it needs to be in service of him. You know, being dominant because he's shown that he can be when and he's booked definitely that way. dangerous, right? And 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 I just don't like that they go away from that. So go much. back to being like you were Kevin Steen yeah. when he was whooping everybody's ass, or even even mine Kevin included. Owens and NXT. Oh, yours mine, included, mine included. Yeah, man, he beat my ass. What, and what, which, which which organization? IWA Mid South. He beat. My ass. Yeah. How many times did you guys work? It was just he was doing a run out, and uh, I was told to take it. Oh, so, <laughs> I was told to take it. So you know. <laughs> Kevin's a, Kev a great guy, but uh, doing the job. <laughs> I was told to take this one. Uh, all right, Ian. Uh, we all we all got a job to do. Power bomb. What did he do? Uh, no, he just started. What did he do? He was just thumping everybody. He was just stomping me around. It was like yo, because we had just had a match. Who me, was your match with? Me and Marche Rocket had just had a match. I forgot. I think we were working Sammy Callahan and Sammy Callahan and uh, Elgin Grits and Gravy mm-hmm. when they were doing Grits and Gravy. Yeah. So yeah. So but yeah, go back to being that Kevin. The one that just thumps the shit out of everybody. (laughs) Some say that as a wrestler, you need to maximize your minutes in the ring to make sure that the audience remembers you. So let's hear how the Bludgeon Brothers opponents did this last night. Oh, no. Whoa! I watched this scream three times. Did you hear the scream? Is that the new Wilhelm scream? (laughs) Wrestling? I, I, I just... I've done it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a it's a very strong performance. Hey, if I'm jobbing out, take this screen. <laughs> take this screen. I really love how Harper and Rowan look too. I mean, yeah. it's definitely in that case, the opponents help make them look even better. Uh-huh. But they seem like they hit another gear, like they're motivated and they want to be there. And I think you can sometimes sense. Sometimes an audience member, you at least interpret. You can't sense it. How the hell do we know? But you interpret that somebody seems to be phoning it in or they're just not giving – like it just seems like uh, it's a little bit by the numbers. But mm-hmm. they seem to be like throwing themselves into this. Yes. They want this to work. They want to have something that works. And they have, and you know what? They've been two people anytime you've given them anything, even when – I guess for one week one of their gimmick was, I like wine or whatever. <laughs> like they have gone full on yeah. into it, fully committed. Um, they're both incredibly talented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as in the ring or with character creation, I've always felt like they're they're super, you know, th- they are going to give it their 110%. So I hope this works for them. I loved, I didn't love, I liked them for the first time this week in that yes. match. Okay. Um, it's a step. But you know what they look like to me? And and it, and this is kind of like um, emphasized by the like the 8-bit thing. Mm-hmm. They kind of, they look like uh, double dragon bosses. You know what I mean? Uh, like somebody like you, yeah. like you jump out of a helicopter, and then these two dudes with hammers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always thought it was like goth whack-a-mole, but yours is way better. Oh my! I feel like god. it's it's a throwback to like '80s beat 'em up side scrollers. You know what I mean? Oh my god! It looks like a set of curtains came alive from the '70s and have been going on a rampage. I just really think they were like, "This is what the Ascension was supposed to be." Yeah, that's yeah. literally what it looks like. I mean, like. certainly they they are they are booking them like. 
the road warriors. Yes, they are. You know, so yeah. we'll see what happens. I mean, is it are the are are Breezango really going to wrestle them? Because that's not good. That's, that's what that's, we're going to talk about. I ain't that's, gonna that's, beat the dog. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be funny. I guess that's why they let them not wrestle for eight months because they're about to take all the bumps <laughs> on Sunday. Get ready for more yelps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Knowing that that's coming, is it still? Kind of nice to see Brizongo get back into a ring again. Oh, gosh. When's the last time they wrestled? Was uh. it five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> when Cedric Alexander was supposed to be cruiserweight champ? Because <laughs> it's been a very long time. It's been a minute. And and now we like them, and I just don't want to see him get beat up that bad off top. They like, found something to do with Tyler Breeze finally that worked, and it was like, oh, go get that boy back his camera and his bruise at the same time. <laughs> they finna catch this. Oh, they finna catch all of this. All of them hands oh, and yeah. clotheslines oh, and they... feet. It's gonna Ooh, be bad. It's gonna be. It's gonna hit so hard. <laughs> oh, so hard. They're gonna. He's gonna split in two. He's gonna. They're gonna be two of them. Superman blue, Superman red. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any thoughts on the week in wrestling, keep the conversation going at Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back. We'll talk about the most disappointing parts of wrestling in 2017. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hey, Helen Hong. Yes, J. Keith Van Stratton? What's the difference between a layover and a stopover? I have no idea. What's the difference between optimal and optimum? I have no idea. Well, what's the difference between an actual conversation and a promo for our new show on Maximum Fun, Go Fact Yourself? Nobody has any idea. Go Fact Yourself, the game show with celebrity contestants, super smart experts, and answers to questions you've never even asked. Listen twice a month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be in the audience for our tapings of Go Fact Yourself in downtown L.A. It's free. Go to GoFactYourPod.com for more info. We're having a very realistic conversation. Yes, we are. Time to Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined in the booth by... Danielle Radford. And... Mike Eagle. And... Jay Washington. Yes, every week, we like to give something from the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock. It's been a long year of wrestling filled with great peaks and painful valleys. We're going to stick on that last point to talk about what disappointed us the most in 2017 wrestling. I'll tell you what, I'll start... And this is on this is on the list. Bray Wyatt's championship. I was just run. I was just gonna say Bray Wyatt. Go ahead, talk about it. Bray Wyatt, just Bray Wyatt in general in 2017. Yeah, from the pro, the whole program with Randy Orton, the whole Orton like I'm just here to get my check, and Bray trying his hardest. Then we had to go with the him and Finn that was supposed to be bringing out Sister Abigail, him and Drag. Oh, yeah, God. they just it, Bray was just so disappointed. Yeah, all around, up and down. Uh, just, it's amazing that they keep giving him chances, but it feels like they're not really giving him chances. I know it's good, like, if you're on TV. He's a yes man, that's why. He's a yes man. Yeah. Yeah, Aren't they they all right now? Yeah, right? Well, yeah. Everybody's like, uh, okay. (laughs) Trying to get paid. Yeah, nobody wants future considerations or or whatever. Future Future endeavors. endeavors. Future endeavors. Nobody wants to get future endeavored. Danielle, what do you have with disappointing for you in 2017? Um, I would say 
I think the women's money in the bank ladder match was disappointing. Mm, yeah, that's a great one. That was one that was a the huge first one. Or the, the first one or just the... all, that whole storyline. Okay. Just a huge disappointment for dumb. me. I I get it. I get why you do it. You you court the controversy. I just think that you wait until it's not the first one. Maybe you do that at the second one. But I think for the first one, you just let it be a woman. You know, it'd be like if in the Royal Rumble, all of a sudden someone comes out, Bray comes out as Sister Abigail in drag and wins the women's first Royal Rumble. <laughs> You know, it would, it would not be great. Yeah. So that was a huge disappointment for me. It's not too late for Santina Morella to enter that thing, too. <sighs> nope. Mike, you're always such a ray of sunshine. I you know. Love everything I wrestling. love, oh my God, so many great things this year. But I need you to dig deep. Okay, I'll and try. just find one thing you oh, didn't like. Everything was emotionally confusing all year long. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, my, my thing is always about face heel dynamics, and I feel like they wasted a lot of this year uh, trying to make us cheer somebody we all wanted to boo. Um, and just to dovetail off of it, is it too early for me to be emotionally confused by, by Woken Matt Hardy? Is it too early? No, it's not too early. Because what the fuck? <laughs> um, last week, I was like... Okay, maybe, you know, like, I, because every time uh, they showed Matt, I'd start smiling. So I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, right? I don't hate everything. Yeah. But this week, they do the exact same thing and they made it worse. Yeah. You know what I saw? Worse. And Vince is giving him free reign to do it himself. But but them graphics, he didn't do that. That means they, they filmed all of that in one day. I think that it's right there for them, though. They just they just, they can't help but overproduce it. They just can't help it. Like yeah. we don't need a a woken broken graphic right before he speaks eight times in a row. We don't need that. <laughs> like who is that for? Do you see why? You see Mike's face? It just mm. he's broken right no, now. Mike always, Mike always makes this face. That's uh, the Mike, Mike face. Mike look broken talking about it's, him. It's because I care so much. I care yeah. so much. Your heart gets broken because you wear it on your sleeve. Oh my God. I got another shitty thing from 2017. Sure. Uh, the Royal Rumble. My favorite match mm. of the year. I love Royal Rumbles. And this one what felt so small. Yeah. Had almost no, like, the story. I, I like I, I like to be able to cut a Royal Rumble into thirds. Uh-huh. I think that's when it works best. And you you know what the acts are. 2001 Rumble is a great example of that. I think that is a very strong Rumble. Who won that one? Broken into acts. Uh, that was Austin's last win. Got it. Um, but it had, like, the hardcore section, had, like, the comedy section. Yep. And then mm-hmm. the match. to the end, you got the match. This, this year, to have Jericho last as long as he did and not be the last man eliminated didn't make sense. The only thing they got right of that was 10. That's it. That's the, the only part. The only thing they got right is the Royal Rumble. It just, I, I get that they were starting storylines, and I didn't even mind some of that, but it just felt overall, it felt small, and I hate that, how small it felt. Mm-hmm. I have another one. Yes. They're making us believe, making us officially accept that Jinder Mahal was a legit WWE champion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I came to my peace with Jinder Mahal as champ. You, I, I couldn't, you know, I knew what they were doing. We all knew why they did it. We all know why. Right. But when it was like, okay, the expansion has happened, are we going to let it go? And he grew, <laughs> I think that he grew into it. Unfortunately, it ended right as he was doing his best work. Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, he looks yeah. good now. Yeah, I heard the match with Triple H was good. Yeah, match sure he had was. Abu, I heard the match he had Triple H in Abu Dhabi was amazing. They both work slow, so it's a similar, it's not like, it doesn't feel like he's slowing somebody but down. down right. Know? This is an easy one. Roman and Taker's match at WrestleMania. Oof. 
That was a low light. Yeah. What a terrible way for him to like go out. That feels like it's no one's fault. I mean, I think the problem Except is Except time. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. of the competitors is 60. Like that's... <laughs> That's what you're gonna get, and with a bad hip, at the yeah. time, with a horrible hip. <laughs> and Roman's not a guy. Roman's a guy who works well with a lot of different styles, which I think is why he has good matches. He's not a guy who carries somebody. Mm-mm. You know, if Michaels was in there with him, Michaels would have carried him to a much better match. Seth Rollins probably could have carried him to a better match, but Roman Roman doesn't seem like a guy who carries guys. He seems like a guy who can work any style. So the result of the match is you got an older, injured guy. Mm. Who's slower? They they botched the ending. Mm. He was hurt. Yeah, and it was just a sad. You know, it was an emotional moment. They they produced the hell out of the ending when he when he got up and walked away. Mm. But it just because of everything that it led up to it, it fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bummer. That's always like, man, talk about going out with a whimper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and I know. <clears throat> excuse me. I know there are always going to be people who are like. Well, he could just do it. No. No, he can't just do it. He's ne- he can never come back. Do not do not have that man. You know, cuz he's come only, back. he's only gotten a year older. So <laughs> this is, there's no reason that would go any better. Unless you're going to put him in a mech suit. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Mantis? The show back in the day. I remember Carl Mantis. Lo- Mantis was the shit. With Carl Lovely and he exactly. got his Mantis was fucking great. Wasn't he like homeless or something? No, he, he was a vet or something like that, and he got paralyzed, and he made a mech suit. Yeah, they put him in a super suit. The six billion dollar taker. Like no, just let that man retire. But Danielle, you ain't seen the pictures. They show him coming out of Best Buy. I. He's don't walking, care. He's walking straight up and down. Best Look fire. at him. He can walk now. He did it. No, let that man retire. Let him get his new knees and his new back so he can play with all of his kids and grandkids. Please. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Danielle. I will be. No, I will seriously. Danielle, like, you don't want to see that man struggle to sit up again? Because <laughs> we act like that was a sale. That was really him like, oh, shit. I ain't did this one. Oh, it just makes me so sad. Leave Grandpa alone. Why do you keep hitting Grandpa in the face? I had a really good idea, y'all. And I don't know if I shared this before. I maybe have. But I've been thinking about it again. So I think it's time to share it again if I have. <laughs> Please. I really think they could do great with the WWE seniors division. I think that'd be so. Go ahead, get up out of here. I think that'd be so. Do like a legends division? Yes, and just let, let and honestly give each match six minutes. Let them do whatever the fuck they want. Whatever, let them cut whatever promo. Do whatever fucking style they want. It's gonna be like two dudes yelling at each other. Art Anderson great and Ricky Steamboat had yes. the greatest match. Oh my god! And then just doing these weird weak forearms, and then oh. it's over. Bob Backlund, come on, that's your champ. That's your I'm champ. A, I'm gonna organize all the kids and grandkids of these WWE superstars. <laughs> With the, they signs, got their own signs. signs up front. Just Let them be happy. It. That's what they want to <laughs> do. They don't want to be agents. <laughs> Devon backstage in a suit, looking uncomfortable, looking as crazy. <laughs> You still got on the glasses with no lenses. That ring better just be pillows. (laughs) (laughs) The ropes are loose as hell. It's just a ball pit. Uh, And then one of them gets lost in the ball pit? No. I love you so much. <laughs> hey, what happened to Jimmy Hart? He was at the bottom. <laughs> oh, 
all you see is the megaphone poking up, but there's a ball stuck in it. Oh, baby, help me, baby. Somebody help me. Oh, Lord, help me. But that perm don't lose its bounce no. at all and its luster. Yeah. It just rises out. <laughs> does, does anybody have anything else that was disappointing this year? Uh, Kurt Angle getting back in the ring. Oh, well, he was hurt. Oh, he was hurt. He was, hmm. The second time he was hurt. The first time he was good with the shield. You don't think that was good? I thought that was good. I thought of Kurt Angle, and like I, the meme said it best when Kurt came out with them. Kurt looked like a Make a Wish kid. Oh. That it was his dream. Oh, wow. <laughs> you and the internet are fucking mean. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt was up there like, yeah, I got a flag jacket. I, and you know what I was doing at home? I was like, yay. Mm, I was excited. I was, but when they started beating Kurt's ass, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, stop, please stop, stop. I was like, you can't take no more. <laughs> How it was gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, they was beating the dog <laughs> shit out of Kurt. I was like, oh my god. I was like, you got Dean Ambrose. What more Dean Ambrose? Oh. They were beating the <laughs> shit out of Kurt. They were Kurt so bad. I was like, go put on your singlet. Go put on your singlet. <laughs> Next week, we're gonna showcase our favorite moments from the year. So look forward to that. But in the meantime, if you have any thoughts on the worst of 2017, Tell us about them at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights or at tights fights on Twitter. When we come back, it's time for four things from wrestling we loved. That's up next on Tights and Fights. I like to Hulu and chill. Am I a monster? What's happening on Game of Thrones? What's a technical Emmy? Why did Dominic Toretto go rogue? Is this meme already dead? Nicki Minaj or Remy Ma? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable discussion that always has a fun, diverse panel talking about the stuff we love. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Mike Eagle. And... Jay Washington. Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three and or four count. Four! <laughs> One more and we're Big E. Danielle, you're up first. What do you want to put over? I am putting over... Um, how adorable, sweet Nia Jax is. I'm sorry that she got put up with Enzo. You're too good for him, girl. You you can do better. But just how sweet she was when she was like talking to Drew Gulak and she was like, I like your PowerPoint presentations, Drew. Anyway, I don't have to do it because we have the clip. So here it is. She was so cute. Sweetheart Nia Jax just melted the entirety of my everything. And now my outsides are on my insides and my insides are on my outsides. It's really good to see you, Enzo. Oh, I know. It's good to see you too, Drew. Hi, Nia. I really like your PowerPoint presentations. Thank you. I was just saying the same thing. And so, uh, we should talk. Uh, sometime when, um, you're not busy. I love it. Mike? Uh, on this week's Something to Wrestle with, uh, Bruce Pritchard, they talked about the Steiner brothers, and it was great because I love the Steiner brothers and I love Scott Steiner a lot. And uh, Bruce told this one story of a rib that uh, the Steiners pulled, uh, the Steiners and Kurt Henning, where they had some New Japan talent over 
uh, in a WWE ring. And uh, the Steiners and Kurt thought it would be a good idea to drug the coffee the New Japan wrestlers drank. Guys, the funny thing was, man, is you saw like all these guys, it was the suits that were there that were, you know, they're all like in suits and everything and they're laying, they're not laying down, but they're on the table with their heads on their arms on the table, kind of passed out and they were sleepy. It was jet lag. It's amazing to me that only in wrestling, can you drug someone to the point where they pass out? And then you say, ah, it's just a rib. I mean, that's, that's illegal as fuck, but in wrestling, nah, it's just a rib. So I want to put that over just so we know that everyone that we love is a psychopath. (laughs) Good Lord. Yeah. Jay. (laughs) Jason Jordan coming to his own, being the brat that's turning more and more heel. Listen, I'm going to say this to you as the GM and not your father. Holding your own is not winning. You will have your match with Samoa Joe when I say so. Not when you want it. Okay, Dad. Or maybe I should say, okay, Kurt, Jason. Oh, that was great. That, that was hurt. Great. It was great. So Jason Jordan, they're finally, they're finally just going with it all the way. It is great. I love it too. Uh, I'm going to be putting over the new day on commentary. I just love those three guys talking. I love I listening to them. I love the interplay that they have. Still entertaining. Three years later, uh, here they are. Shelton Benjamin, all four of these teams will collide this Sunday at Clash of Champions for the SmackDown Tag Team. A lot of trash. Quick throw and pancake. You don't me. get a pancake. Relax, don't touch them. Don't you touch were talking pancake. trash for all these months. You might have had yourself a good meal. We're talking you trash know? to talk about this match. You no, know? now you're going to stop. Now you're going to stop. Of course they're warm. You get them while they're hot. They call them hot cakes for a reason. Yes, right, sir. They sell it. While they're hot, get them. Right oh. <laughs> was it Kofi that had that one big pancake? One of them had one big pancake. It was either him or, or Xavier. Whoever it was, I want to eat that pancake. <laughs> I really want that pancake. I haven't had a pancake in a while. I would, I would like to have a pancake. Anyway, that does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Daniel Radford, Mike Eagle, and Jay Washington, along with me, Hal Lublin. Uh, anything anybody wants to promote before we go? Mike's on a bunch of lists this year because he's really good at stuff. Yeah, you made NPR at Pitchfork. I did! Now... Not high enough on the list. Yeah, I'm saying that, so. not you. Didn't you make another one? You made Rolling Stone. Yeah, Rolling Stone was an OG one. And then the Flood magazine is the one that came out today. That I was on. It's, it's good. People like my rap album. <laughs> it makes me happy. And yeah. if you haven't heard it yet, you can buy it right now. Yep. Go on, buy it. On whatever device you're listening to this on. I'm sure you can buy it on there. Yeah. Real quick, I'm uh, yeah. I'm at the Virgil for this mixtape show uh, this Friday. And I'm playing the airliner for Low End Theory on the 20th. Oh, cool. Check us t- tomorrow when you are listening to this, assuming that this comes out on time. Um, for Screen Junkies, Movie Fights is coming back, and I'm going to be doing a little helper role tomorrow. We're just doing a preview. The full thing is going to start next year. Um, but, yeah, check that out. That's going to be um, live at, like, 4 Pacific, but there'll also be, like, reruns, and you can watch it then. And you can watch me um, be cute and helping, I guess. I'm helping. I'm a helper. <laughs> uh, if this comes out earlier in the day, Tune in to EW Radio on Sirius XM 105. I'll be on LA Daily with Julia Cunningham completing my Star Wars walk-up and talking about The Force Awakens. And if you missed it, don't worry, because starting in January and leading all the way up to May, I'm going to be doing a weekly walk-up to Avengers Infinity War. 
And we're yeah. not going to be just reviewing music movies this time. We're going to be talking about characters and storylines and how this entire universe has been constructed. Series XM 105, 4 to 6 p.m. LA Daily. Jay, thanks for coming and joining thanks us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I, I always have fun with you guys. Thank you. So thank you much. I'm Yay, glad to be Jay. here with the whole crew. Uh, yeah. To see you guys. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. I have one more thing. I forgot. Yeah, oh, I totally ahead. forgot. Um, on Saturday at like 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Hyper RPG, we are doing um, as part of like they do like a fun drive every month. And I think this mm. one's uh, a lot of the money is going to charity. Um, we are doing the Wet Hot American Summer RPG. Um, so I will be doing that. I believe Sam Levine might be on there. I don't know how official that is. Tell but if hello. so, that's dope. Um, I, but if he's not Sam. on there, yeah, if he's not on there, then it wasn't official and I should keep my mouth shut. Shout out <laughs> to my homie Sam. He's a cool dude. Jay, uh, tell everybody where to find you, what they should be watching, listening to. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Mr. J Washington, M R J A Y W A S H I N G T O N. Check out the Trusty Sidekick podcast. That's where we get you caught up on everything in the Marvel and DC live action TV shows and movie universes. And this Saturday, 7 30, catch me at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Uh, I'll be on the Jay Davis show with Dane Cook, uh, Jay Davis, and a bunch of other people. So I'm there, and uh, I'm just out here being a black guy trying to live during the holidays. Is that that's too black much, man living through the holidays? holidays. <laughs> so yeah, that's really it. <laughs> Perfect. Our producer is super proud today to have roots in Alabama. Julian Burrell, mm. Roll Tide. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com/group/tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter. Special thanks to all the Maximum Fund members who have moved part of their donation towards us to keep the lights on when we're in the studio. We appreciate it. And as always, if you love the show, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a review. The reviews are big. The more reviews we get, the more likely it is you're going to get some sweet Tights and Fights merch. So keep them coming in. We love hearing from you. And we'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Fights Podcast. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.